Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. Are these the new ones? Yeah, you want to try those? Yeah. Is there a right and left? Nope. You can adjust them, and actually even the head thing splits apart. So hmm. you can get more comfy. So you can get more head? <laughs> I guess. Oh, yes. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Well, more head works for me. <laughs> I have room to maneuver and evidently to receive head from my new headphones. <laughs> from your headphones. Mm-hmm. I'll take it wherever I can I was going to say. Beggars <laughs> can't be choosers. I mean, we haven't been playing in a long time. Right. So, you know, <laughs> shit. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Welcome to episode 27 of the Accidental Swingers podcast. Episode 27. That's right. I'm Marina. I'm Tristan. So I realize we don't talk about who we are very often. That's true. We need to remind everybody who we are. If you're just stumbling in on our podcast, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But this episode is actually a very special episode for us. It's Uh, a very special episode. Yeah. What are we celebrating today, babe? Well, as we alluded to in episode 26, we predicted that episode 26 would put us over the 200,000 unique download mark, and it did. And it did. Yeah. And that is all you guys. Absolutely. All of our listeners. You guys are fantastic. So this is just a quick little kind of recap about what we did to get started Mm -hmm. and what all this means for us. Mm -hmm. And then we have a little giveaway that we're going to do. We do have a giveaway that we'll talk about later. A little treat. And Mm -hmm. and then after the discussion of the giveaway and the treat, we'll talk about what we did a couple weekends ago ago at at Secrets Hideaway Resort in Kissimmee with the Podbash group. Yeah. Well, let's talk really quickly, though, about our podcast and our 200,000 downloads, which is just absolutely amazing. Because we've only been podcasting since, well, we started during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It was... 
basically April. Yeah. April 2020. Yeah, I think it may have been March 31st, but yeah. And I think that one was just the test episode. Right. Like, I'm Marina, I'm Tristan, we don't know what we're doing, but we're <laughs> right. going to make a podcast, <laughs> and then you have to put something up there, and then mm-hmm. it's there forever. So that was like our little intro to who we were. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so that was about, what is that, 18 months ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. And we always talk about, and people ask us all the time, because, you know, talking about sex and having sex and lots of sex in a podcast is not normally something that people talk about. You guys, you listeners are used to it because you probably listen to us and whoever else strikes your fancy, the other folks that you enjoy listening to their stories or their information. But we're a small group in the podcasting world. Right. You know, when we started too, it'd be interesting to go back and see just in that year and a half how many new podcasts there were or were started as well because the pandemic, you know, we were already underway to do our podcast, but the pandemic really spurred a lot of people to get out mm-hmm. there and try their hand at this new medium because they could do it because they were home. Right. <laughs> but we were already basically ready to go. And so we talk about it all the time. Like I remember, you know, we started with nothing. We told nobody, in case you guys didn't know this, I don't think it's a huge secret. Our names are not really Marina and Tristan. Do you think people know that? I think that they can probably glean that. <laughs> Although I love my name, and I would happily change it to Marina, so you can call me either one of them. <laughs> yeah, I respond. To, well, I, I respond to pretty much anything. So. Yo. Yo. Yeah. yeah. Yo. That, Dude. So that will get me unless it's in a um, a message on S- LS or SDC. We, we ignore those. <laughs> yes, we're just There needs says, to be a little more hey, substance. Yeah. <laughs> But out in the regular world, yeah, I'll respond to pretty much anything. So we we started our podcast, and we didn't think anybody would listen. We weren't sure. So we decided that at the beginning, you know, we're professionals in our community where we live in Tampa. And uh, we thought, well, we felt so strongly about putting our stories out there for you guys. Because as you know, if you have listened to any of our episodes, we um, really screwed things up quite a bit. We're really good at saying, let's not do that and then doing it anyways, or let's never do that and doing it, or let's do that again and not doing it the right way. So we're really good at kind of fucking all that shit up. So we decided to share our story about Mm -hmm. that because there wasn't a lot of podcasts that we heard that really talked about how to mess things up and how to recover from your fuck up. And the fact that you were going to fuck up. Like no one told us that we could have all these great plans, but it probably wasn't going to work that way. But still good to have them, Mm -hmm. but have your contingency plans (laughs) or be able to talk about it afterwards. So we really thought that that was a place where we could lend a voice, not only to that, but to the folks that are in our age group and Mm -hmm. they kind of felt, you know, they've been married a long time. We knew that there would be somebody out there. And we felt like if we could share our story with one couple that felt like this might be a good path for them, that they too could see where it could be beneficial for their relationship, where their marriage might get stronger, where their communication might get stronger, that that was what our goal was. It was really just to share that. And that was really kind of all we wanted to do. So we didn't really, t- we did, we told nobody. The only two people that knew were Phoenix Fire and Crimson Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. And that's because Phoenix helped us build the website. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, they're our lovers. And so at the time that they, they were helping us do all that stuff, and they were the only two that knew it. That right. We were doing anything. So we started our Instagram account, and they were the first two followers. <laughs> I think I forced them. <laughs> I think I stood over top and said, you will press follow. We had nothing. We had no Twitter. We had nothing. Zero. And we didn't tell anybody. Right. Because um, you can't just go out and advertise this. That's right. Or at least we couldn't. Right. Not to our friends and family. Because right. there They'll was know. nobody that knew it. And honestly, this will be quite interesting for you guys to know, too. There are, I'd say, a majority of the people that we know or played with 
probably don't know that we have a podcast. No, they do not. There are a few that definitely do. Yeah, some do. Yeah. Brad knows mm-hmm. and Amber and Steve know right. and things like that. But there are not a lot of people that know that we podcast. They're figuring it out, mm-hmm. though. It's just not something that we you know, walk around you know, house parties with accidental swinger t-shirts on. <laughs> So, Although we did at Secrets a few weeks we ago. We did. We did. And people were like, oh, sure. It was an accident. We're like, listen to episode number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it was an accident. But yeah, that was really funny. We'll talk a little bit more about that. So we really just started with nothing. And here we are, 26 episodes later. Well, this is episode 27. Mm-hmm. We've had over 200,000 downloads. And we are heard in over 108 countries. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think there's only 100. 80 something countries in the world that sounds about right i think i really think there is Someone back in my political science days in college i would have been able to tell you that but <laughs> now fuck, i don't know <laughs> we should google it somebody google that for us now that i'm doing know. something more useful i don't know <laughs> more more useful than political science and mm-hmm. yes well to keep your brain occupied <laughs> yes right right filling up those important spots mm-hmm. but we were, were so we're heard in over 108 countries i do love the fact that there are some countries where we have like one download yeah i don't know what that means yeah. and i don't know the solomon islands yeah. Actually, there's, a, there's actually there are more than one. There's a couple in the Solomon Islands. There's even, I forget what it was. I should have looked it up before we came on air. But there's one country. I don't even know that I've never even heard of it. It's something like Melisinki or something. I don't even know what it is. I, it starts with an M. It has lots of I's in it. In my mind, that's what I see when I look at the chart. I don't know. But there's like one download there. So so for that one listener in Melisinki, we apologize for, <laughs> for not identifying your right, country properly. I'll look it up. I think we'll you're talk about that. it. I'm not. I'll talk. We'll talk about it in episode 28. But again, this is all because of you guys. You are listeners, and it's amazing. And it's been an amazing journey. And because of that, the little podcast that no one knew about is actually now ranked in the top two and a half percent of podcasts globally. When you go onto listen notes and find out what the rankings are, so mm-hmm. we are humbled and so grateful and just blown away by how much people love hearing us tell our silly stories. Yeah, very humbled and very grateful. Absolutely. But I did want to say, you know, what makes our podcast different in case, again, you're a newer listener and you haven't listened before or you don't listen to other folks' podcasts as much, that we happen to have recorded ourselves while we were going to events or coming home from events. And that's really kind of started the fact that when we said, hmm, should we do this podcast thing? We said, well, you know, we've been recording ourselves. And even though we weren't sure how that was going to play into mm-hmm. our podcast journey, we knew we could at least remember right. everything that we had done. And then we decided, well, why can't we clean up this audio? And you guys have heard it. Some of it's not. We can't get it only so clean because it was in the car and that was, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, but we really love the fact that we have this audio to play for you guys that was happening real time. So in that same vein, I'm going to pause right here and we're going to play a teeny tiny little bit of audio for you right now. Okay. Today's Thursday. What happened on Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday was our podcast. Our podcasters meeting. meeting. Right. Yeah. So Tuesday we went to our podcasters meeting, and that was super awesome. And we decided we would go to the Podfest in Orlando next month to basically learn how to do it. Learn how to do it, and really start start off on the right foot versus. Yeah. Kind of just doing it yeah, and yeah, figuring it out, yeah. and then you know, so this right. is going to be really, really helpful. 
Yeah, and it's great that it's just it's just like everything else for us. It just kind of all came together at the right time, and we happened to go this month and the month before. And so we learned about Podfest, and they're going to have like a full day tutorial on basically A to Z. And this is how you start. This is how you do it. Right. We learned that there's a studio in here in Clearwater that we can use for like fifty bucks. A year. a year? No, it's if you join for fifty dollars a year, and then you have unlimited. Wow. Or it sounded unlimited. You had yeah. use of the studio, so I'm sure you have to reserve it and stuff like that. But he even said, "Yeah, bring your guests and come and do your That's recording." Awesome. And it's like yeah. holy so, like folks. we can have. So basically, rather than half-assing it like we were going to do, we're going to be able to start basically with a good product, or right. at least, you know, at least the well, at least with the tools to, to have a good product. Right. I mean, right. We're the, yeah, you gotta do we gotta, music and do a music right. out, gotta show notes, all that. I mean, there's a lot yeah, to yeah, it, a lot. so. Yeah. So there you have it. There you have it. That and, was fun. Yeah, and, and so I, it was just a little snippet, obviously, because uh-huh. we were just dry. We were in the middle of talking about all the other things that we had done that week, mm-hmm. and so when we were listening to the audio, we're like, "Oh my god, that was us even talking about the fact that we're thinking we might do this podcasting right. thing," and we did, and we went to Podfest. And if you guys follow any of our social media, you actually might have realized that I actually now work for Podfest. Mm-hmm. So you talk about coming full circle. Yeah, my journey led me into a totally different place. Right, because that was February of 2019. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And we had just started talking about the possibility of doing a podcast. And it turned out that there was this amazing group in Tampa that facilitates podcasting and and is a support group for podcasters. And um, It's called the Florida Podcasters Association. mm -hmm. We joined that group and the leader of that group runs Podfest. Podfest, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've known him for a while. Mm -hmm. And then when the pandemic hit, I had a little bit of free time and I started doing some stuff for them on the side and then he hired me Mm -hmm. so now i help organize (laughs) a conference (laughs) for podcasters so i went from knowing nothing to now helping to run it so that's pretty cool yeah yeah i love hearing that and then be like man talk about not knowing where your life would lead you in a couple years down the road right it's crazy but you are a zero to 120 kind of gal so But organically. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Absolutely. But I love listening to that, too, because, again, we were in the middle of everything, and it just confirms for me how much we were committed to wanting to do this. Right. Although I will comment about the fact that we were going to go to this great studio that they had, mm-hmm. and that we weren't going to half-ass it. We weren't going to have to half-ass it. <laughs> well. We've half-assed we've it. We've half-assed yeah. it the whole <laughs> Why, why do anything differently right. now? I mean, gee whiz, why go to a studio when you could just half-ass it in your closet? Although I was commenting today, we've come a long way. We no longer sit in the floor of my six-by-six six closet. We now actually have a table, and mm-hmm. we use stools as our That's right, drink as, holders. as our drink holders. <laughs> and our note holders. Someday we're actually going to get even more professional. Then we can show you guys. But right now, we've got, we're have got surrounded by our laundry, which helps with the audio quality. I'm just going to say. I do it on purpose. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Even I didn't see that coming. Right? Because you know it helps. It absorbs (laughs) the sound. That's why we sound so good. Because there's always laundry, clean and or dirty and or not put away from the last trip or getting ready to go on the next trip. Mm -hmm. See, it's all about the process, babe. Got it all figured out. Yeah. Well, This is why we sound so kick-ass most of the time. All right. Well, and as I've said over and over and over, and we'll continue, I trust you. So (laughs) Thank you. 
<laughs> I trust that that's part of the big picture. So much part of the big picture. <laughs> the I dirty, can't possibly clean today. The dirty laundry is part of the um, the podcast well, adventure. Shit, we talk about our dirty laundry all the time. Might as well uh, not have it around, right? Wow, I, I teed that up very nicely for you, didn't? With, <laughs> yeah, you did. Without even knowing. Talk <laughs> yeah. about organic. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. That was great. So we've come a long, long way. But you know, we really did get started in this to be able to talk to people about our experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I mean, we're incredibly passionate about the lifestyle. If that hasn't come across in the last 26 episodes, then we're not doing our our job well because it's been incredible for us. And we love the lifestyle so much. And that's why we wanted to start this podcast. Right. And we've learned so much on the way. Again, looking back those few years, never would have imagined being here where we are now. So Mm -hmm. the whole thing has just been an amazing, an amazing journey. The other thing I wanted to mention... We talk about not telling anybody about your podcast. So the very first Florida Podcasters Association meeting we went to, (laughs) people said to us, so what's your podcast about? And the first meeting we said, we don't know. We don't have a podcast. We're not sure what we're going to do. We're not even sure we're going to do a podcast. So that was the first time. Yeah. So the next month, we went one month later. That's right. Right. So we went a month later. Yeah. And then people said, oh, so what's your podcast about? So that we had gotten comfortable enough to say, relationships. (laughs) Marriage. I think we said it just like that. Yeah, I probably did. Like, like someone was had a flashlight spotlight on me. What's your podcast about? Marriage, relationships. I don't know. Don't ask me anymore. Right. That's right. That's all I know. We don't even have a title. We don't know what it's about. And actually, somebody had said to us, "Oh, marriage and relationship podcasts are very popular." And we were like, "Uh, "Yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure that the one we're talking about is going to be so popular." And then we actually went to the event. Mm-hmm. And we decided that, holy shit, if we're going to tell the world about it, we should be able to tell people well, in the same room. Exactly. <laughs> people that were looking at across the table. Which was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was terrifying yeah. to tell people that you don't know that you talk about non-monogamy right. on your podcast. And so we did. We figured out a way, our initial, I think, kind of elevator pitch speak, people would say, what's your podcast about? I don't even remember then. Now we've got it down to, well, we've been together for 30 years, and we talk about our relationship for 26 years with monogamous, and then three years ago, we opened it up to an open marriage, non-monogamy, and we like to talk about our journey. And that's when people glaze over. They either glaze over or they light up. Right, that's true. There's not a whole lot of in-between. That's true. And even the ones, though, I will tell you that the people that glaze over usually catch themselves and then they go, huh. And I will say this eight times out of ten, people will say as we continue to talk about it, because then we talk about how it's been for our relationship, for us, we've felt like we've had a new chapter, we get to go through this together, and your sexuality and your sensuality and your confidence kind of have been reborn for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like in your 40s and 50s and beyond, you're not, you know, we are experiencing like a second blossoming, so to speak. So we'll talk to people about that, and in a few minutes, and they'll say, oh, I could never do what you do. Except for that one time (laughs) in the hot tub on vacation, or except for that one time on the beach on vacation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There are a lot of people who've had their quote unquote one time wherever they were. But that's, yeah, when we first started, it was terrifying to talk to people what it was about. Right. So terrifying for us, but also we don't want to make people uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. so we're always extremely cautious about talking with other people about this when we're out in like vanilla settings and something like 
Podfest. And so we're very respectful of others and we don't want to make other people uncomfortable. And so we just kind of have to read the room. Right. But we have gotten to the point where we're comfortable giving that elevator pitch because that's an invitation. First of all, it's a notification to them that we are something different. Mm -hmm. And then it's an invitation to whomever that we're speaking with that if you're interested, you can ask us more or you can move along. (laughs) So... We've found more often than not, and especially in the podcaster community, it's a very open community and very accepting of lots of different types of people. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of the outlier types of people that most people are actually interested to talk to. They really do. Yeah. And it's very rare that you get someone who is visibly uncomfortable. Right. And when that happens, you just move on yep. to the next we thing. Shut and so, it down. So tell yep. me what your podcast is about. Oh, really? And then just get them on their stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it is amazing. And we were very lucky to get into this particular group that is very much of an abundance, raise all boats mindset. Mm-hmm. Like they are... Um, so supportive. And even when it's not their bag, they're like, well, tell me more about what you're doing and how can we help you? And it's just been, it has been amazing. Yeah. So that they're a good, good group. And anybody can join PodFest, by the way. It's a, it's a global group. It's not just here in Florida. So if you're interested, reach out. Facebook's Absolutely. the best way. The other thing I want to talk about too, that was so unexpected with starting the podcast. And I don't think we really thought about, I think we thought we're going to start this podcast. Maybe people will listen. If people listen, maybe somebody might recognize us when we go to an event or something. I don't think we ever thought about how much people would enjoy reaching out to us and talking to us. Right. I mean, I don't think we ever thought about that at all. We figured we'd be somewhere, maybe standing in the grocery store and someone would hear our voice and be like, oh, I know who you are. But we never really thought about the fact that people would take their time to reach out to us or talk to us about their problems or their issues. Or mm-hmm. And that has touched me so deeply. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, that they trust us and people we get to meet and we've had people come and meet us when we've announced where we've been a lot of times when we keep people at caliente they know they'll know that we're there mm-hmm. and we say come see if you see us come come say hi and they do and it's amazing and we've met so many great people with so many amazing stories right wow and we get stories all the time from people that write into us and say we're kind of like you or we want to be like you or how do i talk to my partner about doing this and you know we'll tell them go back and listen to some of these episodes or things to do but it's just been amazing the number of people that take their time to reach out to us to let us know that they love what they hear and we do this for you guys so it's we're glad that it hits home with you and that we can be at least a, a comedic relief <laughs> to, in some respects to when the things don't go well or when things are really great. Yeah. And if nothing else, just think I mentioned an episode or two ago by us telling how things went wrong for us and how we fucked up left and right. It's not going to prevent others from making those same mistakes, but at least while you're in the midst of that mistake, you can kind of realize what's going on and say, Oh yeah, I remember them talking about that. Hmm. It's more of a preparation, right? Preparation for mistakes that are going to happen, notwithstanding the best of intentions. And so if we can help in that way, any, any way we can, Well, and I think it also opens the door to like when something didn't go well or somebody goofed up, you know, you had said this is what your rule was going to be. You broke the rule by accident, whatever that was. And you get back in the car and go, yep, this is what happened. They told us it might happen or at least it can possibly open a doorway, Mm -hmm. you know, like Marina and Tristan said, or Marina can't be trusted. Don't (laughs) let that girl alone. (laughs) She'll say she won't do it, but she'll do it. (laughs) Right. 
What else? What else have we gained from our amazing podcasting journey? Well, I don't know about you, and this is more of an issue for me, but I've gained a lot of confidence in doing this. And part of it does come from meeting people and meeting listeners and having great interaction and feedback from listeners. And so that's been a wonderful thing for me. Now, you came into this with a fuck ton of confidence, and so I don't know that it's really as much of an issue for you. But I've stated many times that I have social anxiety, and which is not a great thing for a swinger to have. But this has helped me a lot in getting my voice out there and becoming vulnerable and telling our story and my story to the world. And it was difficult at first, but now it's becoming more and more comfortable. And so I think it's, it's been an amazing growth opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for the fact that we've done this for many reasons, but that's probably the chief among them that I've been able to grow personally as a result of this. Mm -hmm. And I can, I think I've mentioned a couple of times going back and listening to our raw field audio, I can tell how just tentative I was and how just I'd sound different and I can hear it in my voice. And when I go, and even going back and listening to some of our earlier episodes, the same thing. I mean, our technical skills have, I think, improved over 26, now 27 episodes. But I think a lot of that comes from, at least in my case, the confidence that's been building over this period of time. Absolutely. And I appreciate the fact that you say that I have a fuck ton of confidence. And I do in a lot of areas. But, you know, with something like this, and it's so personal, I, I have body issues. I'm taller. I'm not your average lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tall, so I have issues like that, those types of things. So there has been a lot of growth opportunity for me as well. And learning all this new stuff, Mm -hmm. it's just been amazing. Getting out there, meeting all these people, and understanding the whole process of opening up your marriage and what all that is about. And we talk often when we go on Vanilla Podcast, when people want to interview us, and we talk about how the lifestyle doesn't mean that you sleep with everybody. It just is an amazing group of people Mm -hmm. that you have an immediate connection with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you may end up fucking them or not. But it's just the myth is that, oh, all swingers fuck everybody. (laughs) And that's not true. But when you don't, not you always. Know, when you start, you don't know really what to expect, you know, right. and how that works and that the women tend to get more attention than the men and mm-hmm. getting all through that. So, yeah, it's been a confidence journey for both of us. Right. Absolutely. And going back to body image, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a fit athletic man in my early 50s. And so I have pictures of myself on Instagram, like naked. <laughs> with strategically placed things covering uh, things up. But two and a half years ago, and certainly 18 months ago when we started this, there's no way I would have been on Instagram right, <laughs> naked with a beer can in front of my dick. So... <laughs> Well, not uh, only that, when we first started, we didn't show our pictures. I know. We didn't show our pictures until, for a year. Right. Well, yeah, until June of 2021. Yeah. It was the very first time that we put our, our face pics up. Right. Because we weren't sure this podcast thing was going to pan right. out. Yeah. <laughs> now you find Tristan anywhere. Relatively cavalier with my <laughs> beer gut. <laughs> Which is going to be worked on, but yeah, uh, well, you're working on it. But these are yeah, but these are all things that I think have resulted from the podcast and from the response that we've gotten and the fans that have reached out to us, and it's just wonderful. Absolutely, it's been an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. So now, do we talk about what we're going to do? Yeah, let's talk about what we're going to do. Let's talk about how we're going to celebrate our two hundred thousandth download. I think that's a great that idea. milestone. Yes. What did we decide to do? So we've decided that we're going to invite people into a drawing for a day and night at Caliente here in Tampa. We will pay for a day and night pass. We cannot pay for a room because this is all coming out of our pocket, and so this is just this is us saying thanks. Just saying thanks. Yeah. 
So the winner will receive a day pass slash night pass to Caliente. We will pay for a cabana Mm -hmm. for the day and your first two drinks and we'll come and hang out. Yeah. So it's for a couple. Spend the day and evening Mm -hmm. around the pool during the day and then in the dance club at night or the pools at night and just hang out and have a good time. Yeah. So we're super excited to do that. So the way that you can enter. So again, it's going to be, this is just our thank you to you guys. So it's going to be a a day pass to Caliente, which covers you for the daytime and the evening and a cabana rental for, Mm -hmm. this is for all for a couple and your first round of drinks is on us. Yeah. And of course, you get to hang out with us. So, hey. Yeah. You know. And And um, we're fun, by the way. We are fun. We are fun. (laughs) We're actually like this. In person. Yeah. And especially at Caliente, (laughs) where we're in our element. Yes. We love it there so much. Yeah. So, we're going to do that. So, how do you enter? You're going to send us an email. We've created an email address. It's contest at accidentalswingers.com. So, the word contest, because you're entering a contest. So, contest at accidentalswingers.com. That way, I know all those emails are funneled in for entering the contest. You just need to give us your name and I'll have your email address, but please also put down your cell phone number because what will happen is we are going to, the drawing, or sorry, submissions will end on midnight, November 30th, and we will draw the winner on December 1st. Mm -hmm. And we will let you know by email. If we don't hear back from you within about 48 hours of notifying you, then we will pick another winner. But I will try and call you. So make sure we have your phone number. So again, that's contest, C-O-N-T-E-S-T, at Mm -hmm. (laughs) accidentalswingers.com. And sign up and let us know that you want to be entered into the drawing. There will be no usage time, like you have to use it within a certain amount of time. It'll just be us connecting with you to mm-hmm. say, you yeah, know, whenever so you can make it down. Yeah. There. So if yeah. you don't live in Florida and you're like, yeah, but we weren't planning on coming until spring of 2022 or fall, that's totally fine. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't have an expiration. So we'll be able to. Yeah, coordinate. we'll coordinate it with mm-hmm. it, with you and we'll send you an electronic ticket. Yep. And once, we, once we get the dates. Yeah. Once we, once we figure everything out and yeah. then we'll come and meet you. So one lucky couple will be able to join us at Caliente as a thank you gift from us to mm-hmm. you guys and we will let everybody know when we're going because if you are in the area or you're planning on coming then we will let you know so right, we can exactly. get another group together who knows if anybody's always welcome to show up whenever we go we put it on social media when we're going and people do come up to us when we're there so we'll let everybody know when we're going to be there and we'll make a party out of it awesome yeah so speaking of parties wow we were at a great party a couple what two weekends ago yeah yeah we went to pod bash which was organized by brian and brenna the front porch swingers mm-hmm. and other podcasters that were there in addition to the front porch swingers the swinging flamingos the naked relationship kinky frame mind and friends with a twist were mm-hmm. all there did we have a good time we had an amazing time we had an amazing time we had an amazing time we had not been, so we had, there was some logistical stuff mm-hmm. because we weren't playing. Right. As you all are painfully aware. And as we are not, painfully aware. <laughs> we are incredibly painfully aware <laughs> of the fact that we're not playing. But we really wanted to go to this event and felt like we were in a place where we could do that, where when we had to cancel Naughty, mm-hmm. we didn't feel like we could do that. But with this event, we felt like we could. So we just didn't stay on proper. We literally stayed like a block mm-hmm. away that was walking distance if we needed to, but we didn't even need to right. walk. So and we, was, and we had rooms scheduled because we signed up for this back in the spring, mm-hmm. back when we had resumed playing before COVID Delta variant and all the things that made us uncomfortable caused us to pull back. But we had a room on property that 
that we decided to let go. And then, yeah, and then we stayed a block away. And actually, it was the quality in, I think it is. Yeah, it's a quality mm-hmm. in. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, we were worried it was going to be really, really gross. So it wasn't terrible. So if you guys ever want to go to Secrets and they're sold out, I mean, I highly recommend staying there, obviously. Yeah, it's but if they're ever nice sold out, close. yeah, it wasn't terrible. It's kind of like a empty lot and then a IHOP, no, a Denny's. Denny's. And mm-hmm. like a building and then the quality in. So it's it really is walkable if you wanted to walk it. Yeah, so we went and the place was packed. It was a sold out weekend for just the facility itself. Right. And then a bunch of people showed up for the parties on Friday and Saturday night because it was a hallow swing weekend. Mm-hmm. In addition to Pod Bash. Mm-hmm. So we had, according to Brian and Brenna, I think there were more than 25 couples. Or was it more than 50 couples? I thought it was more than 50. I think I have it confused in my brain. So, yeah. So, it was more than 50 couples that were with the pod bash side of it. Mm -hmm. And we did some games. But it was open for everybody. Right. It was neat. We had not been to Secrets. Since September of 2019. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, We went there the month after Naughty New Orleans 2019. So, this was our third time there. Mm -hmm. And each time that we've been, it's been better. They've made a lot of improvements. They've upgraded a lot. This was our best experience yet at Secrets. There are still a lot of renovations happening. Mm -hmm. But it's nice because now you can see the vision that's coming. Yeah. And yeah, they've done a very good job with what they've done so far. Really, if you haven't heard us talking, because we've only, I don't even think we've even talked about it once yet, maybe once in our. No, because we haven't even. We hadn't gone yet. No, we haven't even gotten there yet. So that's coming up. Yeah. (laughs) We go. In a couple of episodes. Yeah, in a couple of episodes, yeah. Or for our first trip. Right. So you'll hear what we Mm -hmm. had to say then. So what it is, it's a private property. It was an old two story hotel. And what they did was they converted it to condos. Mm-hmm. So there's condos that all the whole the whole place is privately owned condos, but you rent them. You can stay in them, you know, just like a hotel. But what I love is that each of the condo owners have decorated their own rooms right. in their own style. So there's a very cowboy kind of esque room. There's kind of outer space room. There's a pirate room. Mm-hmm. There's beachy type rooms. Yeah, the Trump wine cellar room. room and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody's done them differently because they've all been converted to condominium. I think that the developers held on to a block of rooms, and then only certain have been sold to individuals. I'm not exactly certain what the business model is, but we do have friends that, that own a unit mm-hmm. there, and which we'll talk about. That's when we went back second in September, trip. Yeah, our second trip there. So these rooms have all been, or they're in the, either have been renovated or in the process of being renovated, and it's a huge, huge improvement over what we first saw in March of 20. 2019 when we first went yeah it's a ton of fun and we had a great time they've also upgraded the playrooms since the last time that we've been there we took a tour we so we didn't play in the playrooms and we didn't go into the club at night because we were trying to stay outside and be socially distant to the extent that we could but on our playroom tour we could see that a lot of upgrades had been made they upgraded the dungeon they expanded the dungeon and upgraded the dungeon it was very nicely appointed so they've made a lot of improvements. So the food service has improved a lot. Right. They have a more designated restaurant now with a nice menu. and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like sports bar food. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. least it's something. But it's good. Yeah, it was and, good. And it was very good, yeah. yeah. You quite enjoyed the long dong hot dog. Very much, yeah. <laughs> I did. Crimson and I split. Well, I have my own. It's literally a 12-inch hot dog with <laughs> all the shit on it, and it was great. But I realized that I was overambitious, and so the next day, Crimson and I split one. So great Burgers and mm-hmm. good bar type food. 
So, you know, the bars themselves, full selection of drinks and very entertaining, great bartenders and all the staff there. And that was the one thing that I took away. And and this is also something that was different from the last time that we were there. We were not as impressed with the staff last time. They were understaffed. This time, the staff was amazing mm-hmm. and incredibly helpful and incredibly eager to step up. And like, for example, you lost an earring mm-hmm. and the staff was amazing. And, you know, I forget his name, but he was out there at the six ground. o'clock. Yeah, the groundskeeper was, we were out there at 11 o'clock at night and he was with a flashlight and he was trying to help us find it. And then he said, well, I'm going to be here at six o'clock in the morning. I'll start. And he did. And he was looking for it. Mm-hmm. And so just one example, Crimson and I left our towels on lawn chairs as another example. And, and they collected them up while we were at dinner. And so we went and found somebody and they said, oh, we're so sorry. And they said, would you like them washed and dried? And I'm like, no, just give them back. But it was impressive. You know, yeah. the, the level of service there we found to be really great. Yeah, it was, it was just an amazing weekend. I would still say they're they're slightly understaffed. Yeah. It would be nice, but the whole country is slightly understaffed. Right. So I, there was a, a little bit of that. But honestly, Not once, as much as we're used to yeah, elsewhere. I mean, yeah. the bar, once you kind of got into your groove and you could watch and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you could see that. And then they now have cabanas that they have set up. They've done a nice job using every square inch of what they have. But they did set it up with cabanas, and so if you're so inclined and you want to rent a cabana, it's not cheap, but you're designated a waitress, mm-hmm. and you get bottle service. So you pay for the bottle, and uh, 150 bucks or something like that, and you get the cabana. But the waitress waits on you, mm-hmm. and your mixers are there, your ice is there, you don't have to get up and do shit. It was really nice, and they were on top of it, like those girls were always checking yeah. in with the folks at the cabanas and stuff. And they had quite a few of them. There are different ones around the areas of the pool. Even the big pool that was on the other side that now they've covered up, they're getting, they're going to be doing something else with it. I think, th- I thought I heard someone say they were going to, the pool's going to like a swim up bar. Oh, that would be awesome. I think that's, that's what they were saying. But that's so far down the road, but you can, again, see mm-hmm. where they are going. Things are definitely picking up. They're doing a good job. They're going slow. And in five years, that place is going to be pretty nice. Yeah. A pretty good destination. Yeah, no, agreed. Now, so it's, we're used to going to Caliente, which is very different. Right. And for a lot of reasons, partly because at Caliente, it's a clothing optional resort that is lifestyle friendly, whereas Secrets is a lifestyle resort. Mm-hmm. You know, Secrets, you can have sex out in the open during the day where basically, unless you're in the front lobby area or the parking lot, right? <laughs> you can play. And we did see, you know, there wasn't a ton during the day. I mean, we did see some, you know, we saw some blowjobs and people playing, but it wasn't all over the place. The one thing that I thought was really interesting, though, is that there was not the nudity that we're used to. Right. And when we were Caliente, you know, everybody's nude, basically. No, you don't have to be. Whereas here at Secrets, most of the women had, well, and I'll get to Sunday in a second, but mm-hmm. certainly we were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, most of the women had bathing suit bottoms on, bikini bottoms on, and no top. Most of the men had some sort of bathing suit on. Mm-hmm. There were very few fully nude men other than me. But it took me like two days to get comfortable because usually at Caliente, I'm, it's, it all comes off. Because everybody's that way. Everybody's nude. Whereas Crimson and I, you and Phoenix, were doing rope work on Thursday afternoon. And we said to each other, wow, I, we're used to being nude. And nobody else is nude. And so 
Again, this is Thursday afternoon. By the time the evening rolled around, we had kind of shed some of the inhibitions, but it's hard to be like the only people who are naked. Yeah. And, and there were a few, but not many. It, it was different. It was very it, different. We were surprised. And then Friday and Saturday, same thing. A little more nudity, but not as much. And again, you know, the women with bikini bottoms and no tops. And there were a couple of guys walking around nude with cock rings and uh, jewelry and so forth, but not a lot. Interestingly, the piece that was that we noticed is that it was a much younger crowd than we're accustomed mm-hmm. to. Like I, the average age was in the 30s and 40s, I would say. Whereas right. we're used to being, in, we're in our early 50s. We're used to being the median age at Caliente. So it was a younger crowd. And on Sunday, though, when there was a lot more full nudity, that was the older crowd. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like the older nudists come out on Sundays. And or were there people that were just coming for the next week? Like I don't the know. Sun, the people that yeah. had been there were leaving and the new people were coming. It was just that happened to be that crowd. Right. Yeah, again, not not a criticism at all. No. It was just it was an interesting observation. Right. So that was Thursday, Friday, and by Friday afternoon, I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to be the way I want to be, which is <laughs> nude. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, with my beer belly, <laughs> not giving a shit. <laughs> But yeah. at first, it was really interesting because at first, Crimson wore a little G-string. She didn't bring a bathing suit because why would you? And I didn't either. Well, actually, I did. But so she just wore a little G-string panties mm-hmm. and no top on Thursday afternoon. And then finally, you know, we're like, fuck it. Let's just do what we want to do. Right. But it was interesting because it was not as open that way as, as we're used to. Yeah, they were more reserved. Yeah. That said, people were getting blowjobs on the side of the pool or in the cabanas, so, which is different than what we're accustomed to at Caliente, at least during the day. Right. So anyway. Yeah. It, 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 it was very, it's a very different experience it's definitely a different experience it's apples and oranges it is the, the party atmosphere is amazing at secrets and it is a party atmosphere right big time and it is and can be a caliente as well but not like this right so it's just it's what you're looking for you can have whatever experience you're looking for but you may not find it right and you, you might need to pick and choose what you're in the mood for and i would almost say they're so different enough that it warrants going if you have the time oh, yeah, and you're both, in definitely. florida and you're coming to florida and you're like should we go to one or the other go to both if yeah. you can just see what you like but yeah the party atmosphere was different and one of the comments was because phoenix and crimson have been to Hito. We've never been to Hito yet. We haven't been there yet. Oh, no. Phoenix Desire. have been. They've been to Desire. Yeah, Phoenix has been to Phoenix Hito. Phoenix has been to Hito. Yeah. yeah, so they've been to Desire and they said there was a lot of similarities in some of the party type things that they had seen at Desire, like the waitresses mm-hmm. that also, of course, they're all hot and yeah, they, have they are. amazing <laughs> asses and they do their dancing and their twerking and their butt jiggle stuff and the DJs there playing music, you know, really loud and they do contests. The MC guy was amazing. Oh, he was awesome. Oh, and his, the, his little sidekick that also works there they were amazing Mm -hmm. great team and so there was a lot of interaction and you could be as involved as you wanted to they played like i said they played games they did like a blowjob game and uh there's a bunch of different games and people won sex toys and stuff like that and so that doesn't happen at caliente at caliente the style is during the day you know the band is playing there's a band Mm -hmm. and when they're in between there's just the music is playing but it's not really loud but it's very it's much bigger it's much more spread out right and so it's much more of a relaxed vibe a little bit more of a um, resort vibe not a party as much and then the playrooms at cali are open certain times mm-hmm. at Secrets I think they're open pretty much all the time I think pretty much yeah. most of the day yeah yeah and we did as Tristan said we went through and we did the tour because we wanted to make sure that we could report back and tell you guys what we saw definitely the playrooms I think I counted 24 beds I went through and counted 
And I'm like, I have to remember. I yeah, I remember you counting. Yeah. I just don't remember what the number <laughs> Even went was. went back and I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know. But they're in there like double size, the covered foam mattresses and things like that. Very common in playroom type style places. But they had those there. There's ways that you can pull curtains. The playrooms are done well. Yeah. And now we didn't go in at night this time to see what they were like when they were busy. But the, the setup is good. There's yeah. definitely places where you can just go in and close the door and no one can see you. Or there's places you can fuck out in front of everybody. Right. And then they even had an open kind of a lobby playroom area that was there were some dungeon toys that they had sitting out there but you could just sit there you could fuck out there if you wanted to you could just be a voyeur if you wanted to and that's kind of outside of the dungeon the dungeon like you mentioned i think they like tripled the size yeah, of the yeah, dungeon it was and, much larger yeah and they actually have a dungeon master there so they were great about talking to people we went in and talked to them a lot about the different toys that they had. What do you do with this one? What is this apparatus for? And it was very interesting because Phoenix and I were doing rope work and we did it so that people could come up and ask us questions. And so that was really, really fun. But when we talked to the MC and the MC introduced us as the Accidental Swingers and Swinky Life, he said, because he loves rope work. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh my God, I want to tell everybody about this. And he gets on the microphone and he's like, all right, how many of you people are into kink? And it was really interesting that not a lot of people raised their hand. Mm -hmm. And we're like, really? So it was interesting to see that there wasn't a lot of interaction there. But that night, <laughs> the dungeon was packed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's tons of people. They're asking lots of questions. It's like, yeah, so that was really an interesting piece of it, too. Like, is it's a great opportunity to learn there because they've, they've really done it well. And so that was really neat. And so they have the playrooms and then the dungeon and I'm trying to think. And then the club. Right. And the club is a little bit smaller than Cali's. Yeah. Than the club at Caliente. It's loud. It's rocking. The music's great. People like to go in and dance. The thing that's nice is that you can come in and out pretty easily. Hmm. People go from the club to the playrooms, back to the club. You know, it, it's all right there. And it's super easy to just maneuver back and forth. But it's a lot of people and there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's definitely, as you said it's a party vibe versus more of a relaxed vibe although caliente can throw some pretty fucking yeah impressive parties yeah. but caliente is also a community like people live there exactly clothing optional people have their million dollar homes in the back of the community and there's tons of condos and you can even rent and stay in someone's condo and things mm -hmm. like that where it's just not the same layout yeah they're very Secret. different places yeah they're very very different and we do recommend going to both mm -hmm. yeah because even for us you know we're probably more caliente people but you know it's fun to go and just have a big blowout party also yeah so we had a great time we did and it was really nice people did come up to us so because this wasn't a total podcaster takeover there were people there that didn't even know that we as the podcasters mm -hmm. were there so it was really cool to go up to people and we were wearing our accidental swingers t-shirts and people would say how do you be an accidental swinger and we're like well it's a podcast and so it was really kind of cool to be able to talk to a bunch of people that didn't know anything about it. and that's where we really heard some amazing stories right. because that one couple right. they've been in the lifestyle for like 25 years or something like holy shit that's a long time like their entire relationship in the lifestyle because they're our age mm -hmm. all through their kids and everything so we actually ask them if you guys are listening can you please contact us because <laughs> i don't think we got your information we told you guys to reach out to us we'd love to hear your story a little bit more but it was really really cool meeting these amazing people that didn't know that we were even there who right. we were and so it was a great opportunity to kind of meet people on the side just like yeah what do you do you know and just talk to them about the lifestyle it was really really fun 
Yeah. So, and I think that, again, the the idea is that there's so many different places to try and go. If you're looking for more of that party vibe, going to Secrets, it's definitely, mm, I can see where that would be that tropical kind of mm-hmm. uh, of a thing. And that's what they're going for. Right. Whereas over at Caliente, it's a little bit more resort. Right. Like, yeah. that's the best way to really put it. I think so. For us, definitely time and place for both of those. In other exactly. words, it's like, if you really want to go and have a fun blowout weekend and want the crowd and want the energy of that type of environment, it's probably like that most every weekend. I would think so, yeah. The other thing I was going to point out about Secrets, that they have a very, very strong single guy policy. Yes. Do you remember what it was exactly? So it depends. It depends on the night. Okay. And I don't. And don't quote me. I don't remember what the nights were, but I think it was a larger quota of single guys that were allowed in on Thursday. But I think on Friday and Saturday it was only like ten. Right. I mean, it was a very small number. Ten single guys, and they will not let you in if you're a single guy until one of them leaves. Like yeah. you can stay and hang out, hoping that one of the other ten leave. Yeah, like a standby flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really, really yeah. interesting. Which I can say, you know, as our listeners know, we're totally single guy friendly. I mean, that's it, a dynamic that we really enjoy. But it's also, there are times when you just want to be in a couple's environment. Mm-hmm. So they really respect that at Secrets and have a very stringent policy, which yeah. we like. Yes. And, and I, you know, I say that as a single guy friendly couple. We do like that policy. That was different. Mm-hmm. That was something else that was really different. All in all, what would you rate the trip? Oh, it was great. Yeah, and we'll go back. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, that's the key. Yeah, we, and we talked about it uh, among the four of us that, yeah, we would like to go back when we can play or when, mm-hmm. we, when we feel comfortable. And we could have, but we just were not there yet. We're right. still very COVID conscious. And so we definitely want to go back, hopefully in the spring, when we can play, when we can you know arrange a trip and meet other people there mm-hmm. and fully enjoy the playrooms and go into the club at night and, and all the stuff that we intentionally pulled back from on this trip because we just weren't comfortable still. But totally be back. Besides not playing, though, we were able to access, view, and take part of really oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, we just right. didn't going into the club with loud blaring music. This is when our age shows a little <laughs> bit because I'm like, I can do that for you know a little while, but I don't mind not doing it. Right? Yeah. No. Same. Same here. <laughs> yeah. And the weather was gorgeous. It was and beautiful. So it was weather. great yeah. to sit outside. Yeah. And we stayed until like ten or eleven at night each night. We just didn't even go in the club or have club clothes. Yeah. Yeah, we just would rotate between the pool and the jacuzzi and mm-hmm. and the bar. That's true, we did. Yeah. <laughs> the jacuzzi was hot. It was very hot. It was so and hot, so, and the pool was cold. Yeah. It was, it was the, after the first real week of cold temps at night, which for us mean like in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But when your water is not heated, it, that gets cold. And we would go from the hot tub to the pool for like two seconds and then back into the hot tub to the bar <laughs> <laughs> around and around. But we'll definitely go back. I think what I would really love to do, we've talked about this as one. Once our lifestyle gets back into swing is to visit as many places like this that we can and see what else is out there and just report back on those because, gee whiz, someone has to do it. That's right. We, <laughs> we, have, might a res- as we well. have a responsibility to our listeners to investigate as many lifestyle locations as we possibly can. So what's the craziest thing that you saw at Secrets? <laughs> the toy demonstration at poolside mm-hmm. they had a volunteer come up to be the recipient of a particular toy 
and I think it was like the snail vibe thing, and it had a shaft, but then the top part were with a bunny type vibrator uh-huh. was where the bunny would be, but this was like a thing that unrolled. That's why they called it the snail. And so when it went into the woman, the vibrating clip parts stayed in full contact the entire time. So it was a really kind of innovative toy, and so they had a volunteer come up to have it tried on her, and she very much enjoyed it. And then her, whomever she was with came up and she started blowing him and then they started fucking and they fucked for a long time i was very impressed first of all the guy could get hard in front of three three hundred people yeah (laughs) and so then he fucked her for a long time and crimson and i happened to be literally two feet away Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we were at the edge of the pool right in front of this lawn chair that they were on and so yeah that was crazy that's not something that you would see at caliente no (laughs) Not during the day. Not during the day. Not during At the night, day. yes. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was crazy, and it was hot, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And I would say the other thing I want to point out, though, we talk about it, and so we were a little bit on the older side mm-hmm. in our early fifties with this particular group, but there were older people oh, even yeah, still. Yeah. 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 So it, it definitely runs the gamut. Again, the same type of thing. Um, I think. I, I think. Yeah. It certainly skewed younger. Mm-hmm. A little more diversity of age. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're we're used to being kind of in the middle of the bell curve age wise, and but we were definitely on the older right. end here. Right. But I think anybody would feel comfortable. Oh, absolutely. There, yeah, yeah absolutely. even yeah, if you're in your twenties, you'd be comfortable. If you're in your late sixties, seventies, there was yeah. even some folks like that. Yeah, yeah, and we saw we saw people in that age group too. Yep. Gosh, what else? That's it, right? I think that's pretty much it. I think that is it for this one. Next episode, we are back to our stories, although this was a story about what happened to Mm -hmm. us two weekends ago. But we'll be back on to our regular story episodes. So we're moving right ahead. And we've got some, I know we always talk about it, we've got some fun and exciting things coming up in 2022. And hopefully we'll be able to travel. But if you know of events, listeners, that we should try and get on our calendar, if not for 2022, for 2023, or or summer or later in 2022, please let us know because right, it's, our, exactly. it's what we're supposed it's to do. It's our duty. Yeah, it's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> and damn it, if we've got to get on one of these cruises. Absolutely. But that's like a year. You got to plan a year in advance to yeah. these bliss cruises. Yeah, there's, there's a bliss cruise. Going out. Yeah, I think next week, right? For out of Tampa? Uh, it's out of Miami. It's out of the East Coast side. Oh, okay. So we're not going. We're not going. No. no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but someday, someday. So I think that's it for this time. I also wanted to point out, if you haven't checked Tristan's Instagram account, Tristan has started his, um, what do we call it? Oh, my statue series. Yes, Tristan's Statue Encounters. That's right, Statue Encounters. (laughs) I said we have to name it a series. (laughs) <laughs> so there's a his next installment was from Secrets, mm-hmm. where you met up with a creepy looking statue. It was a creepy Halloweeny looking statue. Yeah, so who um, uh, violated me actually? <laughs> I, if he did, it's your own fault because well, yeah. he's a statue. And That's right. <laughs> it's really your own fault. So that'll give you an idea about how much fun he had and how much he had to drink. Yeah. <laughs> If the statue can violate you. Or yeah. or he's just sad that he wasn't playing and there was nobody else to violate him. <laughs> he 
can check out his face on his Instagram <laughs> post. Check him out. Follow good old Tristan. Yeah. At Marina's Tristan. Is at his. Marina's yeah. Tristan. That's his Instagram. Or you can follow our main account, which is at Accidental Swingers on Instagram. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at Marina underscore Tristan. But if you just type in Accidental Swingers, it will come up and show you that we are there. And of course, you can always email us. I'm Marina, M-Y-R-I-N-A, at AccidentalSwingers.com. And I'm Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N, at AccidentalSwingers.com. That's right. And that's where you can find us. Reach out to us anytime. You can also DM us on Instagram. We're actually really receptive there. Mm -hmm. Tristan hangs out also quite a bit in Reddit. Yeah, Um, I'm Tristan underscore FL. mm -hmm. And I think I'm Marina underscore FL. I believe so, yes. Tristan's Mm -hmm. a lot, like I said, a lot more active there. So so join us. Find us. Oh, and let's not forget, again, contest at AccidentalSwingers.com. Thank you, Tristan. For your opportunity to register. That's right. To win. win. And to win. To win a pasta caliente and hang out with us. That's right. And your own covered cabana. That's right. And we know which one to get. There's Mm -hmm. two of our, we have two favorite cabanas. We'll have to let you know. Well, it's a secret. We can't tell you because not everybody will want them. (laughs) (laughs) But we will try and get you the one of the primo cabanas. They all cost the same. It doesn't really matter, but... We like. We have our preference. Yeah, we do. We do. So that's it for this time. Thanks so much for joining us and hanging out. Don't forget to enter contest at accidentalfingers.com. Don't forget to follow us. Please go to your favorite podcast player and also you can rate and review the show there as well. So thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Love this episode of the Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.